Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. You ready for this? Oh, I'm very ready. Jeff's three things. Okay, so much to take care of (laughs) over the next, uh, what, few days? It's really down to the last minute. Thing one, soccer fans, by the way, packed Ottawa bars for World Cup final. It was wild. 2 nothing for a lot of the game for Argentina. France ties it up with one guy, Mbappe, uh, making it 2-all. Then they go up 3-2. Then Argentina goes up 3-2. France ties it, so... Extra time. Then shootout, one of the most thrilling soccer games of all time. Certainly the most, I think, uh, thrilling World Cup final ever. Anyway, super fun to watch Argentina take it. uh, And all the Argentinian Canadians driving around with the flags out and honking and all that. Super cool. All right. Thing two. Yes, with the holiday season in full swing. And dry January around the corner. You know, a lot of people used to make fun of, like, non-alcoholic beers and wines. Not anymore. Huge demand for these now. Yeah. A lot of people are sober curious. <laughs> so they're sober curious. Yeah, is that what we're calling it? That's what it? we're calling it. Oh, okay. So it's way more socially acceptable. People get it. It's it's a thing. And a lot of the products are becoming far tastier, like really good. Okay. Um, and, yeah. and, you know, like ordering mocktails at bars is a thing. And they're getting also a lot better. Uh, my son loves this yes. because he gets the tasty, like you know, yeah, I'd like to drink. have, yeah, the, I'd like to have the sour raspberry martini, okay, without any booze. <laughs> He's getting all fancy, except your wallet might not love yeah, it. Right? Yeah, right. No, totally. <laughs> anyway, so don't feel bad if you're like, oh, I just don't want to drink tonight. Like that, everybody gets it now. And thing three. Elon Musk, uh, (laughs) this guy, man. All right. He's asking Twitter's users to decide if he should stay in charge of the social media platform after he acknowledging he made a mistake on Sunday where he launched new speech restrictions that banned mentions of rival rival uh, social media websites, including Facebook, Instagram. You couldn't link to them. It's like people are like, what are you doing? Okay. so his poll is should I step down and let someone else take over or, you know, should or you know or stay in charge so at last check and i voted yes you should step down personally (laughs) um yes here it is uh, with 11 minutes left 58 percent yes step down so because the guy's like all over the place man (laughs) just go make rocket ships and cars and then like oversee twitter and let someone else do the job it's like him in school coming out all over (laughs) yeah please be my friend he says he'll abide by the results of the twitter poll Okay. Which, uh, again, has 17 million votes. <laughs> People have nothing to do. Well, it's Christmas time, and that's what you need to know. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Hot chocolate, Christmas trees, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Cinnamon. Right. What else? Holly berry. Best smells ever. <laughs> Baked pie. Oh. Yeah. Those are some of the smells that we associate with the holidays, but what's the favorite? Yeah. Mm. And when you don't have a real tree, what do you do? <laughs> we have a solution. Okay. That's all coming up <laughs> in the next 10 minutes here on The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. Think about your favorite holiday smell. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Is there anything better than the smell of a fresh Christmas tree in the living room? I don't think there is. It's one of the top Christmas smells, at least in my humble opinion. Okay. Uh, it, you know, it's one of those, it, the sap. You know when the sap is running down the tree, yeah. you can smell that too. Mm-hmm. Those are one of the the quintessential holiday smells, if you will. And then there's a whole bunch of others that remind us of Christmas or like Christmas morning or being a kid. 
What's the smell for you? Cookies, I think. Cookies? <laughs> like the, the baking cookies. I think uh, just always brings me to around that time and that that feeling. Because we would bake the cookies mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve for Santa. Okay. All right. That's one. What about you? Um, so I don't know what this this particular smell is, but it's... It's your dad's feet. No, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but it's literally like uh, it, when you buy a scented candle and they call it winter or Christmas. Okay. Uh, what is that? <laughs> right? How do they do that? What are those chemicals? I don't know how they do it. They make it They make it smell exactly like Christmas. And I think it's all the things. Yeah, maybe they've done all the things. There's like a, a smattering of like turkey gravy and like <laughs> then pine yeah. and then like well, gingerbread. food version of a holiday <laughs> candle. But yeah, it, that that smell, whatever that it, it's got, uh, it's got like a little bit of spice in it. Yeah. A little bit of There's sweet. Some, yeah, that's right. It's really, really nice, whatever it is. But Cinnamon is definitely up there because I think cinnamon reminds people of the holidays and winter in general. But Christmas trees, cookies, cinnamon, those are like all up there for, I think, most of us. By the way, feel free to throw yours in if you'd like at any time. What about, you know, like hot chocolate and gingerbread? Gingerbread, I mean. Gingerbread. Big time. Do you ever see gingerbread anywhere else? No. No. At any time of year? Especially not in house form. No, exactly. (laughs) You don't see people building gingerbread houses in the summer? No, can you imagine? People walking along the... You know, the, the parliament buildings with gingerbread men in the summer <laughs> no. wearing their like Just gingerbread, yoga. Yeah, gingerbread men in their little banana hammocks. Oh, my gosh. That would be funny. pretty funny, actually. Right? Um, another for me is definitely a fireplace, like the fire burning. Yeah. With all the other stuff. So when we got a fake tree, this was my big concern, not having the smell. So uh, Louise yes. bought a Glade plug-in. And now it smells like 10% of the actual smell. <laughs> so you, you walk in and you're like, oh, it's a fake smell. But at least there's a little bit of pine. Okay. Smell. Did you put it next to the tree yeah. so that it seems like it's coming from yeah. the tree? Oh, that's very smart. And it's weird because every now and again, those things waft. Yeah. Like it's not, it doesn't spray it out or anything. It's no. just an oil that sits there. But every once in a while, you're like, oh, there's a hit of it. Well, those are some options for you. If you miss the smell of a real Christmas tree and you have a fake one, you've got the uh, the plug-in like you use. Right. You could do uh, a deodorizing spray. You could mm-hmm. just spray the tree and okay. all the ornaments and let that sort of seep in. <laughs> or you could use the tree-shaped car fresheners. Oh, that's not that bad. That actually double as ornaments. That's great. That's going to look really classy. <laughs> I think so. On your tree, I think. <laughs> I mean, people are going to come in and be like, wow. Well, when you're desperate for smells. This is very CRV chic. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. You know what? It's Monday, six days away from Christmas. It is time uh, in a minute <laughs> for your holiday horoscope. Been waiting for these. <laughs> they only come around once a year. <laughs> your holiday horoscopes <laughs> with Jeff. Coming up, how will the week shape up and will Christmas be a disaster or not? It's always got a sprinkle of sass in it. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. podcast. All right, here we go. The final week. I hope you're getting ready for all the festivities coming your way. And here is just a little bit of a hint Mm -hmm. of what's to come this week for you. I feel like we need some jingle jangle. Okay. No, I feel like that's from Friday the 13th. (laughs) All right. Uh, you'd think with this we would have been able to predict that disaster, but no, no. Let's start with Aries. Aries, <laughs> you'll be concerned when decorations fall repeatedly this week, but don't worry, it's not a poltergeist or anything else paranormal, speaking of Halloween. It's just the cat. Now, if you don't own a cat, maybe then you should worry. <laughs> it's like, what is going on downstairs? <laughs> 
Taurus, your eggnog is the stuff of legends, but your drunkle likes it a little too much. <laughs> Make sure to have a non-alcoholic version ready for his fourth, fifth, and sixth helpings. <laughs> Gemini, when opening gifts this year, be ready for anything. Grandma's senility makes gift giving a roulette of fun. You could get a beautiful piece of jewelry or her wooden spoon from the cupboard. Have fun with it. Good times. <laughs> Cancer, when everyone is off and you're covering all of their work, just remember you are a valued member of your workplace. Why else would you be left with so much responsibility? <laughs> Leo, this is the week of last minute everything. If you have run out of time, just rush wrapping the gifts and then tell people you let your kids wrap them. They'll think it's cute and you'll buy yourself some time. <laughs> Virgo, at the big family dinner, make sure to manage your seating position. So if the hosts have placed cards with your name on it, make sure you're not next to the most boring family member. Just swap the cards out for a better spot. Even if the hosts notice, things are too hectic around dinner to do anything about it and they'll forget in the fog of the season and the fun of the dinner. <laughs> Libra. When the kids come crashing into the bedroom at five in the morning and your murder instinct kicks in, just remember that you will look back at this obvious evil intrusion as some of the best times of your life. Just give them a big cuddle and make some coffee. It's the best when they come in, right? Oh, it's great. <laughs> Scorpio, <laughs> yes. you never take selfies, but that Christmas tree lighting is too good to resist. <laughs> Go for it, you look great. Sagittarius, make sure to open every card you get very slowly. That way people will think twice about not putting money in there next year. You know when you open it, you're like, oh, what do we got in here? And there's nothing. <laughs> uh, Capricorn, when someone gives you a combo gift for your birthday and Christmas, because it's that time of year for you, just make a note of the time of year their birthday is and make sure you make their present a combo gift. For example, if their birthday is in August, make sure to get them a mug with a picture of Ottawa on it and wish them a happy birthday and merry civic holiday. Thanks. Right? want a combo we can do this all year aquarius when at an adult party always ask about the baked goods first the last thing you want is to be unprepared for those dessert squares to have an extra ingredient unless that's part of the fun for you then go for it and finally pisces you will be on high alert when you hear some noises inside the house this week no need to worry as long as it's Saturday night. It's just a heavy set man breaking into your house to eat your food and have a drink. Uh. Put the golf club away, though. It's Santa! Okay. Santa Claus! Yay! He's here. He made it. Woo! <laughs> have a fantastic week. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. And namaste. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Good morning. It's just after 7 o'clock on your Monday before Christmas. Six days away. Yes. All right. Coming up, speaking of the holidays, we're going to celebrate with a mom who's gone viral because of her own nice <laughs> detail. Question is, Lotto may be the greatest Christmas year. <laughs> Hopefully. Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. Here is your last chance of 2022. To get your hands on 100 bucks in Lotto Max vouchers. Well, this week at least. Yeah. All you have to do is answer this useless question, and we need you to be very specific today. All right. The average person loses two and a half hours of sleep leading up to this. Okay. And I see why you're saying be specific. 94, 94, 94. You can text the answer or you can call us at 613-750-9494. Again. The average person loses two and a half hours of sleep leading up to this. Again, remember... 
You have to be specific. And the first person to guess the right answer wins the 100 bucks in Lotto Max vouchers. Good luck. Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. The average person loses two and a half hours of sleep leading up to this. Huh. Yeah. What could it be? Well, it's not taking a vacation or a job interview. Although those are very good guesses. How about your birthday? Oh, yeah, it depends on which birthday I... <laughs> those are some of the text responses. What about the phones? You can call your answer in at 613-750-9494. The average person loses two and a half hours of sleep leading up to this. My guess is uh, watching a horror movie. The average person loses two and a half hours of sleep leading up to this. That's a very good guess. That is a good guess. <laughs> but I think is you it, would lose the, the right guess? No, it is not. I think you would lose oh, the sleep after watching them, don't yeah, you? Yeah, probably after, right? Thank you. Good guess. Not it, not it, not it. I love this one. What about Monday morning? <laughs> yeah, that is a good guess. You know what else is a very good guess that would be a very reasonable answer? Your wedding day. Yes, what the a good guess. The average person loses two and a half hours of sleep leading up to your wedding day, although it could be more than that. Although losing sleep uh, sounds negative. It could be leading up to a vacation. You're so excited. Yep, yep, yep. That's a good one. The arrival of in-laws. <laughs> yeah, I love that. They're coming. Oh my gosh! Matt says Christmas morning, which you know what? I don't care. I it doesn't matter how old you are. I'm all, I you know. I know. I'm I the same. Still get so excited that I can't sleep. Uh totally. Um, oh, a test. Oh wait, no, that's I sent a test text. Never mind. <laughs> Dental. Well, no, test would be good. Yeah. Dental filling appointment. Also a good guess. Oh yeah, if you're really terrified of that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we say snowstorm yet? No. Your funeral. Good one, Cornwall. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> These are all good guesses, but you know we did get the right one a few times. Yes, and nobody faster. Then I don't know who. They're from uh, Calgary, Alberta is their number. But anyway, the average person loses two and a half hours of sleep leading up to... Hosting over the holidays. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's it's Brett. No, Jose. Jose? Jose? Is that it? Is that the name? Anyway, you're right. You get yeah. 100 bucks in Lotto Max vouchers. Congratulations to you. A lot of people guessed, you know, hosting a holiday dinner or whatever, uh, but no one faster than that text. Right. I think that that is a very, very uh, reasonable answer. Two and a half hours of sleep is a lot of stress to host a, a Christmas event. It, it, you know, it's a lot of work. Like, and when you were growing up, you don't think about how much work goes into it and like how no. there's a ton of stress around it. You're it's just like, this to. is amazing. We all just have fun and it all creates itself. But no, there's someone who does the work and that person is you now. Did you know, though, that not only does the host lose sleep, but the guests don't sleep well either? Wow. Yeah. 75% really? of us feel like we have to go to bed and wake up at the same time as the hosts, even if we're jet lagged. <laughs> so if you're at somebody's house and they wake up, you feel like you can't sleep in. Oh, if you're visiting yeah. from the, oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. I, once again, I am not a normal human being. So I feel no, uh, absolutely so zero. So everybody's up, eating breakfast, doing their thing. Making noises with the like... dishes really loud. <laughs> I'm like, mm. Okay. Uh, best house guests go to baby boomers. Congratulations. You are the best house guest. Finally the best of something. Uh, they're, they're the most likely to be considerate and clean That's, up after themselves. Yes, yes. Um, But young people are the ones that don't feel weird about sleeping in anyone's bed or doing anything in their parents' bed. What? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. First of all, no. Uh, they don't feel they don't feel weird about it. I always feel kind of weird about sleeping in someone else's like if it's their personal. Yeah, bed, no, that's that's I don't. Weird. I'm like I'm on the couch. Like yeah. well, I'm fine. I love couches. Yeah, 
anyway. Uh, and then there's a small percentage of people who will host you this Christmas and will also hide their valuables. Oh, right. Can you imagine? That's weird. What if they do it when you come out? You'll have no idea. Sounds like they really know me. <laughs> hide the good silver. <laughs> <laughs> we need some new forks. Uh, there you go. That's what you needed to know about hosting over the holidays. Well done, Jose Ochambeau. You have won yourself that Lotto, Lotto Max voucher for 100 bucks. All right. Congratulations. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. But coming up, we're going to talk about one mom's detailed itinerary that's going viral. And we'll ask you if you know anyone else who sort of overplans during the holidays. Okay. There are pros and cons to having a plan. But do you want to be in the middle of this itinerary? Well, we'll discuss, but right. uh, it might be a bit much. But we're discussing this at 7.30 and 15 seconds or 7.30 <laughs> and 16 seconds. Like, exactly. What's the schedule say? Uh, it's going to be in about uh, seven minutes. About? I can't live this way. <laughs> Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. Chronic over planners. We all have one in our lives, and sometimes they're in charge of stuff. <laughs> To our peril. Uh, do you have a, a person in your life that overplans the holidays? Maybe not to this extent. Okay. A mom's detailed itinerary going viral as the son has posted this online saying this is how it's possible for him to gain 15 pounds in a week. The itinerary for the week of Christmas altogether is wild. Because mm-hmm. it, like, literally it's just like a menu. Sunday the 18th arrivals, there'll be puff popcorn, Chex Mix, and various candies available for grazing. Then pizza at night, you know, like yeah. this kind of thing. That, and then Wednesday, she's then asking questions like brewery for late lunch or dinner out. Grandma could babysit or cocktails. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, dinner at home. You know, like... This kind of every minute of their lives. Manicure Saturday, you know. Uh, yeah, you can't leave any moment to chance. Right. And so um, what do you think about go visiting someone who has a full itinerary all planned out? Is this nice? I, I, don't, mind. Um, I don't mind it. I, I, I love the effort that this woman goes to. It's incredible. Um, you know, Thursday evening out, dress up, travel to the restaurant, chicken parm dinner, ribs. I need your input. Cocktails See, at 5.30. Dinner this, at 6.30. This is where it goes wrong. Why? Where she's like, what kind of potatoes should go with the beef dinner? Mashed or twice baked? Or she, when she said, I need your input. Like, what do we want to do? Parmesan, chicken parmesan yeah. or ribs? No, no, no. I just want to show up. You, you decide. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to have any effort. <laughs> um, I love that she also wants to try butterboards because those were a thing this year. Right. Uh, if so, what kind of bread should go with it? <laughs> yeah. So um, this is interesting to me. Like, what... What do you think about this? And do you really want to leave this up to a democratic process when you're asking all those you know, things? I, don't I know. think that there's a happy medium here. Yes. I think you can overplan. I think you can underplan. It's nice for someone to take on this kind of a responsibility. I th- yeah, I worry about how much that is. But that being said, they, you know, it does stress them out when things are not on schedule, and so that is kind of the part that uh, makes it stressful for the guests. Yeah, maybe. Um, and this is an entire week. Yeah, Mind that's you. wild. Now you have a, a, a not an overplanner, but you have a a a planner. Yeah, in so your life, I experienced something similar to this with my boyfriend Ryan's family. Okay, uh, they like to plan a, a lot. Okay, almost everything. So when we're, for example, planning a, a week at the cottage, mm-hmm. the excessive amount of emails that go back and forth with grids and Excel sheets. Wow. Oh, yeah. Excel sheets. Excel sheets are made. Excel sheets are kept. Excel sheets are Is there, are is there a pie graph? Um, <laughs> I think I've seen a graph or two. And a pie. <laughs> One and hopes. it's like, you know, for each day, what the, you know, what we're going to eat. It's mostly food stuff, food related stuff. Okay. But sometimes it's activities also. 
And then, you know, <laughs> when you get together for, for certain events, it is very much like, okay, well, this was the plan and this is what we wanted to do and this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Which, you know what, is they're a lot of fun and they're very sweet and they are extremely generous. So it's really hard. Like, what are you going to complain about? Well, there's nothing to complain right? about there. Like I mean, it, it's lovely, but it's it's something I have not experienced before. Well, like, you told me that like going for dinner at their house, you'll, they'll hand you a menu. Yeah, yeah. They like to make menus. Which I is think it's amazing. Sweet. It's very sweet. So the first time we uh, as a couple hosted his parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was nervous, and I remember Ryan making a, a food menu and a drink menu, and I thought, oh, that's really, that's a sweet idea, that's really cute, and I thought he was sort of just playing house and right. whatever, and then I realized over the course of time that this was a thing, his parents were not surprised to see a menu at all, like, his dad sat down and <laughs> handed it to him, and it was like he was at a restaurant, he's looking at it, he goes, okay, this is great, I'll have this, and it was so funny, like, it's just what they do. Yeah, I I don't think I think I'd be invited once only. <laughs> like, can I replace the onions with? Oh, no, and, uh, <laughs> no substitutions. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Earlier this morning, we were talking about smells and some of our favorite, not like bad smells, Christmas smells. Mm-hmm. Some of our favorite Christmassy smells, which include the Christmas tree. But what do you do if you have a fake tree? Yeah. And you said that you and your wife came up with a bit of a. No, no, my wife. I. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Your she's great. I, I'm with, useless. <laughs> with a life hack, uh, you're using one of those plugins. Yeah, I think it's a Glade. I think. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's something else, but it's a pine smell. And you just plug it in next to the tree. And it wafts away. All right. And it sort of so- seems like it's coming from the tree. Right. All right. All right. Okay. Well, a couple of people have uh, have chimed in on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone else says they have a fake tree and they use fresh balsam. That scent from... Bath and Body Works. Okay. Which I have also used, and it's it's amazing. There's a whole world of knowledge that you and uh, people like you, called women, uh, have <laughs> yes. that we have no clue about over here as men. Like, we just have no idea. Yeah. You've got an entire encyclopedia yeah. of things. Yeah. Like, you know what a scent, is, like, what... Yeah. When she says the b- fresh balsam wallflower, wallflower from Bath and Body Works, right. you're like, oh, that's a great one. Yeah. What? So the wallflower is the is what they call their actual plug-in. Okay. 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 See? I have yeah. no idea. And it's because it has a design on it that looks like a, a flower, the original one. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, their scents are very, very well done. Got so it. there's is, there's another option in case you can't find the Glade one. Okay. And then someone says that Michael sells actual artificial tree scent boosters, boosters oh. that are called sensicles. All right. And they they are specifically made for fake trees. Did you? I didn't know that existed. Okay. That's a real thing. Yeah. I'm not in Michael's a lot. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, no, I didn't know that was a thing. It's $400, but it smells really good. My God. So, there you go. If you have a fake tree, there are several hundred options out there for how to make it smell good. We learn something new every day. That's why I love this show. And sometimes it's useful. (laughs) Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Good morning. It's just after 8 o'clock here on The Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff and more Christmas-related stuff and things <laughs> and music. Can't wait. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, would you like to hang out in the neighborhood of Sopa? I'm going to tell you about that sure. new neighborhood in Ottawa. Okay. Oh, it's in Ottawa. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, are you owed money from Keurig's $10 million K-Cup settlement? Probably not, but I'll tell you what it means. And an antimicrobial lipstick is here to stop you from catching germs. Oh, the things we never knew we needed. Listen, it's thin in the news world, okay? And that's coming up <laughs> in the next 10 minutes, so we'll hear from Kane Brown and Dan and Shay. But first... Pure Country. 
your country 94's $1,000 Minute. <laughs> Hi, of Ottawa. You are caller 10. Awesome. <laughs> we have some holiday trivia for you. Are you ready to do this? Yeah. All right, 10 questions, 60 seconds on the clock to answer them all correctly. If you do, you get 1000 bucks. If you don't, you get $10 for each right answer. You can pass if there's time at the end. But Jeff will go back to the question you passed on. First answer you give us is the one we have to accept, all right? Okay. Here we go with your $1,000 minute in three, two, one. What do most people serve as the main dish at Christmas dinner? Turkey. This special calendar counts down the days until Christmas with little doors to open. Oven. Where did Kevin McAllister get lost in the second Home Alone movie? New York. How do you say Merry Christmas in Hawaiian? Pass. Which town was Jesus born in? Bethlehem. How long does it take a tree to reach the average ideal Christmas tree height? 15, 3, or 45 years? Pass. Whose eyes are all aglow in the Christmas song? Rhyme something with toy. Boy. Where in New York City would you find a 70-foot-tall decorated spruce tree? Um, uh, uh, Rockefeller Center. Which character describes Christmas as stink, stank, stunk? <laughs> the Grinch. How do you say Merry Christmas in Hawaiian? Pat. How long does it take a tree to reach the average ideal of Christmas tree height? 15, 3, or 45 years? <laughs> We're out of time. Please. Okay. Oh, no. No. Hi, what do you think? Uh, I hope I got all the ones right that I answered. You did very well. You yeah. should be very proud of yourself. Here we go. What do most people serve as the main dish at Christmas dinner? You said turkey. Congratulations. Ten bucks there. We would have also accepted ham. Okay. Okay. <laughs> nice. This special calendar counts down the days until Christmas with little doors to open. Advent is correct. Where did Kevin McAllister get lost in the second Home Alone movie? You knew it was New York. How do you say Merry Christmas in Hawaiian, Jeff? Melikilikimaka. Hawaii's <laughs> <It's> way <laughs> to say Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> Don't we got you. Okay. Which town was Jesus born in? You, you knew it was Bethlehem. That was a tricky one. Good job. How long does it take a tree to reach the average ideal Christmas tree height? It was 15 years. Okay. Whose eyes are all aglow in the Christmas song? It's Tiny Toss. With eyes all aglow. By the way, that's super creepy. It's, it's not. <laughs> when they're, you think about it. They're not actually glowing. Uh-huh. Rhyme something with toy. You said boy. Congratulations. Where in New York City would you find a 70-foot-tall decorated spruce? Yes, Rockefeller Center. And which character describes Christmas as stink, stank, stunk? You knew it was the Grinch. Holy Kai, 70 bucks. <laughs> Thank you. Very well done. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Listen for your next chance to win $1,000 with the $1,000 Minute. Tomorrow morning at 8 on The Morning Pickup. Jeff's three things. Thing one, you ever heard of the New York neighborhood Soho? Yes. South of Houston Street is why they call it Soho. So uh, people in Ottawa want to do the same thing with SOPA. All right. SOPA is south South of of Parliament. Oh. So the downtown area, downtown restaurants hoping to attract tourists in Ottawans. I never liked that word. Uh, by creating a new district called SOPA. Okay, I like it. What I do don't you think? Mind, right? Yeah, uh, I think it's cool. Yeah, for sure. So, like, you'd be like, hey, where is it? Yeah, it's in SOPA. Just check it out. It's on, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got Little Italy. We got Chinatown. That's right. And so now, now we got SOPA. SOPA. I like it. We have the market. So now yes, you're all set. Yes, of course. Done. It's decided by this show. <laughs> Thing two. 
Keurig, uh, if you purchased K-Cups for pods for your Keurig in the past six years and yes. you were an American, <laughs> no. you could be eligible for a small payout thanks to the $10 million class action lawsuit. Now, the settlement comes after the class action lawsuit argued that the foil tops on the pods are not recyclable, which That's they aren't. That's not okay. That's so not cool. Right? Because they're like, these are recyclable, but the tops were not. How did they think they were going to get away with that? I don't know. They're a huge company. Yeah. Well, they didn't. So that's that. And yeah. So now you, the real recyclable ones or the biodegradable ones still have to be separated and like, you know, watch out for those. Mm-hmm, anyway, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, thing three, Spanish scientists have created the world's first antimicrobial lipstick. All right. The secret ingredient is cranberry extract. Who knew? Uh, it's added to a foundational base. Uh, the new product that adds Do you beauty. you know what you're saying? Not word. <laughs> the new product that adds beauty while minimizing germs comes at a time when lots of customers are worried about the spread of COVID-19 and other bacterial infections. With the holidays around the corner, go ahead and make out with anyone. All right. Because you have antimicrobial lipstick. All right. Does it come in all the colors? I don't know if it's just red because of that cranberry. <laughs> and that's what you need to know. <laughs> Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. Are you trying to figure out what to do over the holidays here in Ottawa? Well, let's just say there's a lot of options. Yeah, if you don't have something to do over the Christmas holidays, you aren't trying. You're not even <laughs> trying a little bit because there's a lot to do. There's so much going on, and a lot of it is uh, exciting, cool, one-off stuff that you can't normally do looking during the year. Yeah, so uh, if you're looking for plans, uh, in fact, I'm going to share something that we're doing this week that I'm really excited about. Yeah. Uh, so we've got you covered. Don't worry about that it's coming up sophie and jeff the podcast we're so lucky to live in ottawa because there is never uh, there's never a day that you can sit down and actually say there's nothing to do here that's right um (laughs) especially for outdoor activities the ncc has just opened up uh, over the weekend just opened up all of their trails for cross-country skiing yes and now you can go to gatineau park and enjoy the winter festivities there um sometimes you can rent like snow bikes and Pretty fun stuff like that. Yeah, so that's the first thing you can do is go for a Christmas skate. There are tons of scenic spots that you can go through, uh, both here and in Quebec. Yes, and uh, the the Rink of Dreams right in front of um, City Hall is open. And then the skate area at at Lansdowne is ready for you to go skating as well. Now, we like to have a tradition of just going around and looking at lights. Oh, that's nice, yeah. Just just looking at Christmas lights. And if you're in the downtown area, Spark Street will be lit up, already is, and has a a whole bunch of different decorations that you can enjoy by walking through, Mm -hmm. which is nice because you can also stop for a little hot chocolate or a little treat. Yeah, uh, Christmas lights across Canada, I think they call it. Uh, all those trees throughout the downtown on all government buildings. Everything's okay. just beautiful right now. So, when we were, we were driving to that holiday yeah. party that we all went to, and my wife and I were like, wow, this city is gorgeous. Right, that's the next thing, is that thousands and thousands of trees have been covered in lights. And if you're looking specifically, you can go to Major Hills Park and then Parliament. Gorgeous. Man, what a sight. And it's just so magical that it doesn't matter what age you're what age you're at, you could go and check it out. We also, you know what we do is we like to get in the car and go to different neighborhoods in the city. Yeah. And look at all the Christmas decorations that people have put together. Yes, you got to check out Taffy Lane. I know. It's really amazing. Okay, I'm excited about that. There's also Magic of Lights, obviously, at Wesley Clover Park. You can go check that out, too. There's lots and lots to do. You had the Christmas markets, which are now getting wrapped up. And in the new year, if you're looking for something to do, Winter Lude will be back for the first time ever. Looking forward to that. Can't believe it. Uh, 2020, I think, was the last one. Yes, yeah. That was a long time ago. Yes, by then it'll be three years. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's right. Okay, and then there's something that I was... 
kind of looking into because, and I didn't know if this was a thing. When we were kids, our tradition was going to the movie theater on Christmas Eve. Okay, okay. And it was, I think, part of the reason was to get the kids out of the house so that <laughs> um, the moms could get things ready and going, uh, but also to give them a break. Because right. I imagine they just drank and wrapped presents and made dinner. But it was also a really fun tradition for the kids. And I thought, you know, they don't really make movies like they used to in the sense that everybody is into the same movie or everybody's enjoying the same holiday classic. And right. so why don't they show these classics on the big screen? And it turns out they do. Oh. Yeah. So uh, this is something you might want to think ahead about next time. But if you are into those classic Christmas movies like Home Alone or Elf or Polar Express, you can look up local theaters that will be playing them during the Christmas break. You're going. Yes, I'm going on Wednesday. I'm yeah. Very excited. And, and you seem to think it's for someone else, but I think it's for you, too. Well, I think mostly. it's for all of us, which which is what makes it so fun is because the kids will love it, but also the parents will love it, too. <laughs> yeah. And so they're showing Polar Express on the like on the big screen in the theater. This is fun. At Cineplex. That's pretty great. I know. I thought that was awesome. I've never seen it in theater. And then I thought to myself, did I see, I, I, I did see the original Home Alones in theater. Yeah. Which would have been epic. I don't remember it at all. <laughs> but I'm like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's a really cool way, especially things that are visually stunning like that, like Polar Express. That's a pretty cool looking movie. Yeah. That's going to look really cool on the big screen. And it's going to be more immersive, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. And don't forget, there's also a lot of stuff going on, like just outside the city, you know, like Hintonburg, and you've got like the Cedar Hill Christmas tree market. Yep. So there's a whole bunch of stuff, and you can find it online, no problem. But if you're looking for something to do this holiday season, you cannot save that Ottawa doesn't have it. That's right. You cannot. <laughs> Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Only six days away. Have you been to the Magic of Lights well, yet? Running out of time. <laughs> uh, it's a two-kilometer drive through light show featuring over, I didn't know this, a million lights. Who's going to count those? Not this guy. <laughs> okay, so uh, they've got displays like Prehistoric Christmas, nice. Bigfoot Monster Truck, and of course, the famous Enchanting Tunnel of Lights, which is always a total trip. And uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> For big kids and little. Yes. All right. So, but here's the cool thing when you actually go there and you uh, purchase your pass for the car, mm -hmm. you're actually giving back to Chio in the process. Yeah, so they do this every single year and, uh, it's all in support of Chio. You can get your tickets at magicoflights.com. It's at Wesley Clover Parks, weeknights until January 7th. Yeah. So you do still have a little bit of time. So if you procrastinated, you can still go. It's something, you know what? I would save it till even after the holidays, after Christmas, and then you've got something to do uh, when everything is sort of calmed down. Right. It sounds like it goes right up to the real Christmas, huh, Soph? <laughs> to you, uh, to anyone who's <laughs> celebrating in January, yes. But there you go. Magicoflights.com. Check it out. It's happening now. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Coming up, we are going to talk about uh, three things. And one of those things is about the movie Titanic. Mm -hmm. And the controversy that <laughs> endures. Your favorite okay. movie of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, could Jack have made it onto the door? Would Could Jack have survived? <laughs> the answers are coming your way right. from two experts, James Cameron yes. and Kate Winslet, have oh. weighed in. Wow. If anyone would know, it, it, it's them. And Kate has a definitive opinion since she was also on the door and gives you her reasons. <laughs> she basically pushed him off, really. It's fine. Bye, Jack. <laughs> Bye. One, two, three. 
Jeff's three things. First of all, Avatar Way of Water opened up. Thing one here yeah, over the weekend. Yeah. $135 million weekend, which was lower than expected. That is lower than I was thinking. But $135 million is nothing to get crazy about. But there, was, there were huge storms across all of North America, actually, over the weekend. So maybe that impacted it. The estimates were at least $150 million. Uh, however, Avatar did uh, was kind of a vacuum in the movie world because the next closest was Wakanda Forever at $5 million for the weekend. So no other movies were released because they expected Avatar to be so huge. But it'll be interesting to track the success of this over this Christmas break. Right, like, and after the holidays when everyone actually has time to go see it, right, which I exactly. always thought was a bad, it's just a bad idea to release it before Christmas. Very weird uh, Christmas year. Also, so, isn't it like four hours? Yeah. The yeah, movie's very long. really, yeah. really long. Yeah. It, I, there's got to be an intermission or something. because It's wild. I don't know. We're getting ready for the holidays. We don't have that kind of time. That's right. Uh, thing two, James Cameron, who directed Avatar, Way of Water. Yes. He loves water. Yes. Except if you're named Jack, then he loves to kill you in the water. Uh, and that's what happened in his huge movie, oh, Titanic. thanks for the spoiler. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> So, lots of theories about Jack's possible survival on Titanic. People won't let it go, ever! Mm -hmm. So, Kate Winslet is weighing in on whether or not Leo's character could have survived if he had climbed on the door with her character. So, director James Cameron told uh, the Toronto Sun recently that he conducted a scientific study to see if it was possible. We have done a scientific study to put this whole thing to rest and drive a stake through the heart once and for all. We have since done a thorough forensic analysis with a hypothermia expert who reproduced the raft from the movie, and we're going to do a little special on it that comes out in February. Oh, for real? I thought he was just saying these things to get people. I know, off his like back. to joke. No, they're okay. going to do it. Was the was the door big enough for the two of them? I guess that's the argument. So Kate has weighed in, and I like her opinion the most, okay. and I think she's the expert. All right. She was there. She was there. She was on the door. She knows the size of the door. Here's what she says. I have to be honest. I actually don't believe we would have survived if we had both gotten on that door. I think he would have fit, but it would have tipped it and would not have been a sustainable idea. So you hear, heard it here for the first time. Yes, he could have fit on the door, but it would not have stayed afloat. It wouldn't. Kate Winslet. I think it would have been too much weight for that door, too. I mean, she was already on an angle, if you think about it. You know, and like her feet were sort of in the water and he was hanging off the front. I just don't see, you know, I just don't see. I like how you sisters circle the wagon on this. Can he try? Can he try and get on? And if it starts to sink, then he's like, you know what? You live. I'll die. No, no. (laughs) Right away, we got to push his face down. That's fine. See you later, (laughs) Jack. No, no, no. We ripped the frozen hands off the wrist. That's what it is. That's all. That's what it was. (laughs) And there might be a new neighborhood. At least they're playing with the name in Ottawa. Mm -hmm. Thing three. Soho in New York stands for south of Houston. So... South of Parliament will be SOPA. Mm-hmm. So that area in downtown uh, in, here in Ottawa. What do you think? I think it will catch on. At first, when you say SOPA, you're kind of like, what the? Yeah. It doesn't really. Doesn't but I think else. when you say it, like, oh, I got it over in SOPA, that actually doesn't sound so bad. It's pretty cute. I think it'll catch on. Okay. So uh, a lot of uh, downtown restaurants in the in that area are trying to attract tourists by creating a district, which yeah. is kind of cool. I, I think it's fun. It's nice to have a thing to call that because Golden Triangle means so much. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're yeah. like, oh, we're in the Golden Triangle. Like, okay, like what what neighborhood? Yeah. Sopa. Ah. Not bad. Right. And that's what you need to know. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. That wraps things up on your six days away from Christmas. Happy Monday. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. Yes. Uh, we talked about the fact that this is a strange Christmas year only because the holidays, like this rolls right up till Friday, normal week, work week. Yep. It kind of has this weird in-between feel, but so you're on the road, everything's normal, but 
we're only like six days away. It's nuts. Yeah, it's hard to believe that this weekend that just passed was the last weekend yeah. before Christmas, and it was <laughs> your last weekend to get anything done. So bizarre. Um. So yeah, I I I came down with something. I don't know what. Something hammered me on Friday. And I just was, I was unable to do anything, like get anything done this weekend. Yeah. So I'm behind now. Oh boy. Like I was feeling good about the momentum. Yes. And then I just spent the whole weekend basically in bed. I uh, managed to crawl out of it for dinner and then that was it. And here you are. And here I am. But so we have a bunch of stuff to do this week. Okay. Got it. And thankfully kids are in school until Friday. Yeah. So you got all kinds of time. That helps. Well, listen, it helps. No doubt. I'm not complaining. Our favorite holiday smells include Christmas trees, cookies, and fires. Yeah, that was what we learned today. We also learned that there is something called the scenticle. Yeah, I just learned about this today. Sounds a bit dirty, but it's not. It's for fake Christmas trees. I think it sounds like an icicle. What do you think it sounds dirty? Testicle. Okay. It sounds like testicle. Icicle. Scenticle. Testicle. Okay. (laughs) It Merry all, Christmas to you too. A centicle testicle. Okay, so these are te- <laughs> now. No, I was about to say. So these are testicles you put on your tree. No, they are centicles that uh, apparently make your fake tree smell nice. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, we heard from our very own Rebecca who says these are awesome and they're a life changer. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think you hang them somewhere inside the tree and then you it makes your fake, yeah, it makes your fake tree smell really nice. So mm. if that's one of your favorite scents of the holidays, there you go. There's a little life hack for you that we were today years old when we learned. That's right. Yeah. Uh, today's useless question. The average person loses two and a half hours of sleep leading up to hosting over the holidays. That's correct. No doubt. A lot um, of stress. Yeah. But we also found out that guests lose sleep um, as uh you know, they hang out at other people's houses. There's this like worry that you're sleeping in or you want to go to the bed. You want to go to bed at the same time as people that are hosting. You feel bad going to bed later or earlier. Well, when your host stops doing everything and they just start yawning around you and they're like, mm-hmm, oh, yeah. When you hear that, that's then you got to go to bed. OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your cue. <laughs> yeah. They are tired. Does anyone, you know, overplan the holidays in your life? We shared the story of a mom with a detailed itinerary for every minute of the week of Christmas uh, and there, it's she's not alone. No, she's going viral because of the fact that she's planned out all the activities, all the food, and everything in between. And uh, I have had some experience with this. My boyfriend's family like to plan all the de- all the details. You show up at their house; they have a menu. I think it's lovely. I know it, and you know what? It is nice to put your feet up and have somebody take care of Fantastic. all the stuff. And I mean. What's something that I'm going to come up with that's better? Nothing. <laughs> right. So enjoy. If somebody's willing to take on uh, and bury that burden for you, then why not, right? Yes. And we learned that the holidays are going to be lovely. Mm-hmm. We already know this because the horoscopes told us. It's true. Our very own holiday horoscope edition with Jeff happened this morning. In case you missed it, you can find it on our socials after the show. It only happens once a year, so make sure you check <laughs> it out. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94.